about the CW's Riverdale that takes place, is recorded, and broadcast after dark. I'm Alex. Yes, I'm Justin. That's right. This is being broadcast in darkness, powered by the power of darkness itself. <laughs> yeah, I'm Pete. Oh, man, Pete. Big just w- yep. once, just once, I'd like you to, you know, it's go never, with our little bit there. I'm bored, Pete. It's a, day after, it's a day after Halloween. Dumb bit, guys. November 1st, anti-mischief night. Yes, when everyone is especially responsible. (laughs) Cleaning up all the candy wrappers. Only eating vegetables and dressing like in, you know, pants and a tucked in shirt. (laughs) So Riverdale, Riverdale. Wait, I'm sorry. I just have to mention two things really quickly. Uh, First of all, uh, Justin actually is eating vegetables. I think that's important to establish. Uh, oh, that's important. Yeah, it's very really? important to get that out of oh, the way before we talk about the latest episode of Riverdale. And uh, number two, we're recording this over Skype because we're not in the same place. So it doesn't have the same dulcet tones we usually bring to the podcast. Our apologies about that. But we'll be but back to normal that, next week. That's why I was a, classing it up with a light crudite uh, to get into <laughs> a little uh, Riverdale. Nobody cares. Well, here's the thing, Pete. I think people do care because this show has gone from crudite to crude <laughs> as oh, Archie is there we go. becoming yes. a little bit of a caveman this episode, going nuts, threatening to kill people. Uh, this is a new Archie, a dangerous Archie, an Archie that takes no guff from nobody. But if you're just tuning in, just to give you a quick recap... There's a town called Riverdale. There's a guy named Archie who lives in it. He's got red hair. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Wow, that's a heck of a recap. I mean, I guess also you could probably mention that there's a guy named the Black Hood who's been going around killing people. (laughs) Archie is going crazy because of it because he shot his dad. Wait, is it a mask? Is it a black mask he's wearing? It's a hood, Pete. It's a hood. hood. Right, right. Sorry, don't you know what a hood is? A hood. So what's not a cowl? It's definitely not a cowl. Right, and it's not a ski mask. Okay, it's a it's Just a hood. Sure. I mean, yeah, I guess what is the what is the actual definition of a hood? Because for those of you who have been watching the show, you probably noticed it's not a hood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean <laughs> I believe a hood technically has to be attached to a cape, so it's definitely not a hood. No. No, it has to be attached to, like, a sweatshirt or a... Yeah, guess here. A- so, uh, Webster's Dictionary... Not Webster's Dictionary, just Google. I just looked in Google. Uh, Webster's Dictionary defines a hood as a covering for the head and neck with an opening for the face, typically forming part of a coat or sweatshirt. Yeah, see, sweatshirt. Yeah, but, I mean... I think the classic definition... They didn't have sweatshirts back when they first made hoods. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, no, it's pretty much it. It's that's how when whoever invented a hood also invented the sweatshirt. You have a hoodie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what you're thinking of. The I'll black hoodie. The oh, black man. Beware. 
Yeah, yeah. It's actually a anyway, robot. Now I'm derailing, and I can't believe I'm the one derailing it. Well, so please, I will mention. So I, I don't think it actually, it, based on the definition, is characterized at all as a hood, because there's the opening for a face, which this doesn't have. This is like a ski mask that they cut eye holes in, which I don't think characterizes a hood. That said, the origin, the old English hood, related to the Dutch hood and the German hut, is uh, means hat, which also is incorrect. So any way you look at it, the black hood is not wearing a hood. He's just not wearing a hood. Sure. They should be calling the okay. black mask or something. Um, right. Yeah. That's a great point. God, you know what? This podcast's over. <laughs> sure, this doesn't make any sense. Check, look up your words, Riverdale. Uh, no, all this madness aside, I think this episode was insane. I, oh, I all was, the madness uh, inside, it's insane. I like that phrase. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah this, is a, this is a fun episode. Um, so as mentioned, Archie is on the warpath because of the Black Hood. Uh, he has formed a gang of shirtless ruffians called the Red Circle, <laughs> who are coming directly. Good looking from, kids, though. Uh, good looking very, kids. Very good looking kids. Uh, and uh, what else do we need to know? Jughead is now going to the Southside School and yeah. potentially hooking up with the Serpents, and also potentially hooking up with Tony Topaz. Now, now, come yeah. on, now he wouldn't do that to you know. Our, Yo, our lady here, so Betty wouldn't. He's not going to do that to Betty. So stop with that. Pete Bughead is dead. Now reigns Joni Jopaz. <laughs> no, <laughs> Joni Jopaz. Is that what we're going with? That's uh, what I'm saying, and I said it first. So. Okay. Jugpaz. Jugpaz. Toehead. Uh, I think Joni Jopaz makes the perfect amount of sense. Okay, right, especially we'll on a show it's like a lot of work. Especially on a show that doesn't make any sense, like this episode of this television show. <laughs> oh, so it sounds like you didn't like place. it, Justin. What? This was my this was my least favorite episode of the entire oh, series. The entire oh, series. series, man. Fuck you. That's ridiculous. Yes. This episode uh, was amazing. As we go through it, I will systematically prove to you that this episode was <laughs> dumb. Man, that's going to be fun. All right, yeah. well, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about this ultimate dumbness. So it, uh, I, where can we kick it off with? Oh, you know, I actually wait, wanted to kick it wait. off with, oh, yes, Pete? It starts with a classical start of the Jughead voiceover. That's exactly so what I wanted to talk pull about. That, yeah, pull that apart, Justin. I think that was a nice... Can I pull it apart? Sure, sure. Sure. So uh, this is one of my classic quibbles going along with the hood and uh, the fact that Hiram doesn't have a mustache. But Jughead has this whole voiceover as he's wandering through the library talking about how the Black Hood is a serial killer and points out all these serial killers from history and is really deep and dark about it and whatever. And I think at some point we should probably talk about, like, is Jughead ever going to publish a book or what is going on? What is he writing? (laughs) But my big problem is the Black Hood is not a serial killer because the Black Hood has been largely unsuccessful in killing anybody. Well, yeah. yeah, but from Jughead's perspective, killer. he's a serial killer. He thinks he is. No, but he, well, it's not from his perspective. He killed Grundy. He shot a couple of people who all survived and are fine now. I mean, a, killing a bunch of people kind of makes you a serial killer. But he didn't. No, but he, he, killed, he didn't. He killed one he's a serial. He's a serial hood wearer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pete, right. he's not well, a serial killer. He killed Grundy, and that's it. And they almost killed Luke Perry. I mean, he's more of a serial letter writer than a serial killer. Oh boy! 
All right, fine. Uh, I will say I did like the uh, opening sequence. That was like my favorite part of the episode. Thank you. Thank that was you. Some fun stuff. See, I agree, I agree with you. Jughead is maybe he's writing like the full like seven volume Harry Potter series version of his life <laughs> before he publishes anything. Maybe he's just journaling. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, could be just some journaling. It could be like could Punisher's be. War Journal. He's a real condescending journaler, though. <laughs> it's just Jughead being Jughead. Uh, and I mean, they mentioned the Zodiac Killer. And then proceed to spend the rest of the episode ripping off the Zodiac, like, pretty directly. So I, I think that's weird. Well, that's can weird you talk about that for a second? Because uh, well, I'm going to admit something terrible. I, I haven't actually seen Zodiac. So yes. uh, I, didn't, I didn't pick up on that either. So Zodiac, great movie. David Fincher, uh, really cool. Uh, that whole story is crazy. And uh in the uh, i guess two episodes ago maybe last episode yeah two episodes ago when um the black hood shoots moose and midge like a song straight from the zodiac movie plays and then we get into this episode and the zodiac is calling with a voice uh a changer just like in the movie zodiac yeah, but and that's using a classic that's a classic thing you get a voice changer if you're doing i mean that's totally i'm down yeah. with that but you got to do that but he, the he also sends a cipher, which Alex, you must be excited for any sort of reference to oh, cipher. Yeah. I love cipher, great character, yeah. classic New Mutants character. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same type of cipher that was in the movie Zodiac. The actual Zodiac. Whoa, 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 sent. whoa, hold on. Cipher from New Mutants is in the movie Zodiac, <laughs> and I've never seen it. No, That's a crazy. piece. The piece of paper with a coat. Yeah, in that, that <laughs> real world the story, Alex they just include. got hopes up. Like I will see that movie in a second. What my best friend is coming over? <laughs> my best friend is going to be here. Oh, Alex, your best friend's not coming over. Oh. Your best friend's not real, Alex. What? Oh, come unfortunately, on. we're your best friends. So life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Life is very hard. So, so the, it's the same kind of code that they use in the movie that the actual Zodiac Killer used, and it's the whole thing. Just it's so strange to me to reference something so hard, but also talk about the fact that you're referencing. Right. Yeah. But- I, we didn't pick up on it, so it wasn't it wasn't uh, that bad. That's you just don't know the reference. That doesn't mean it's a good <laughs> storytelling. Uh, yeah, enough to be like, but it didn't bother me at all. So whatever, I didn't think it was that big a deal. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's like Stranger Things, same thing. Well, that bothers me too, Alex. You know, when have you watched the second season of Stranger Things yet? Yes, I just finished it last night, and oh, it oh. is a little too derivative for my right? tastes. What? Yeah. We're, we can't get derailed into Stranger Things conversation. You but just, we just talked did. about a, Yeah, let's go back to talking about Riverdale, please. Okay, all right. So, next in Riverdale, Episode 7 of Stranger Things Season 2 was straight <laughs> up Luke's journey in Empire Strikes Back, and it was weirding me out the entire time. It's yeah. fantastic. Who cares? It was amazing. The season was amazing. <laughs> Who cares? That's what our podcast is, is we're doing 45 <laughs> we minutes of quibbles. I'm trying to get us back on topic. We're getting more and more derailed. And you're like bringing up new shit that we got to talk about. It's yeah. like, comic, comic book club, 45 minutes of quibbles and 15 minutes of jokes. See you next week. Yeah. Uh, sadly, I have some quibbles with our jokes that I need to go through next. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, let's talk about, so uh, Archie has released this video. It's gone viral. Archie can't even delete it. 
even though his dad asks him to. Uh, and it gets to Southside High, and the Southside Serpents, possibly the Ghoulies, are pretty upset about it, including Wait. Jughead's twin. Yes, that dude Jughead's does look too twin. much like Jughead. Yeah, here's no. the weird thing what about that. What are you that. talking so about? The serpent guy? Yeah. Yeah, the serpent no guy. He looks I like Jughead not, without a hat. No, it does not look like Jughead. Here's Yo, the it looks just like him. In oh, the, at the end of the episode when they're fighting, I was like, wait, who's that? <laughs> I thought it was because they were – so they show the Jughead the video. They're like, you got to take down the idiot in this video. And he's like, I don't know. I kind of know that idiot. I don't think I yeah. want to take him down. Um, and I thought – I agree with you, Justin. By the end when they're all fighting, when the guy showed up, I thought it was finally Jughead taking off his hat and matting up to take down oh. Archie. Um, I really thought that too. I was like, "Whoa, Jughead's kicking Archie!" And I was like, "Oh wait, no, it's what, the other." Are you guys two. watching it on like a poorly lit screen or something? What are you talking about? See, I watch everything. A lot of taller than Jughead is. I have a. What are you watching one. it with a ruler in your hand? Are you measuring <laughs> no. the characters? No, but I know who height. You know height. Height is you didn't know a reference to the movie Zodiac a minute ago, and you're like, I can tell you the height of any character on television. (laughs) Fine, go Go for it, Pete. (laughs) How tall is Cole Sprouse? How tall is Cole Sprouse? I don't know their exact height. I'm just saying, uh, you know, I know one character taller than another character. Hey, he's exactly six feet tall. That's all I'm saying. All right, so anyways, first off, uh, we have to back up the truck. You guys went right into the whole first weird scene. Sh- we went into the first no. scene. <laughs> Before that, we had the uh, evil uh, Betty's mom saying, like, you can't date Archie. Like, that whole scene happened right after the voiceover. Veronica's mom. Yeah, Veronica's mom. And then he, we had... Uh, the whole uh, part that they were talking about Polly getting out of Riverdale, which I think Betty's right. That's the smartest thing you can do. This place is shady as fuck. Get get her out of here. And then Luke Perry gives the big dad talk and like take it down in front of me, like which I think sets up a bigger talk, which is a great moment. Then we get the whole like South Side, like yo, I kind of know that guy. You mean a bigger talk about how the internet works? <laughs> Explain to Luke Perry how the internet Take works. it down in front of me so I see that it, that's how it's really true. You unplug but, it, Archie. Unplug it yeah. and then put it back in again. Um, I'm sorry. I Just because I was looking this up, I wanted to mention uh, the actor who plays Sweet Pea, who's the other person who looks exactly like Jughead, is oh. six foot two and a half inches mm-hmm. versus Cole Sprouse's six feet. So your ruler, wow. your ruler was working correctly, Pete. Pete, what a slight margin for error. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah. Uh, so, so I want to talk a little bit about Archie here. Like, he's gone I- insane. This yeah, is like, he's completely insane. It, last season, he could barely yeah, get Darth out. Yeah, This is straight up dark Archie. But this is, it's beyond that because he doesn't go back. Last season, he could barely get on stage to play an acoustic guitar. And now he's like ready to murder well him. he's been on the football team so that's like he's ready to go you know what i mean like he is he, ready to go but he's like starting an army like yep. going out like defying everyone lying to everyone he's like i'm gonna kill soon yeah 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 it's i think i you know we we talk about there's a comic archie versus punisher archie meets punisher and i think archie becomes punisher Whoa. <laughs> 
Whoa, man. I don't know. There's definitely, there's a strong implication, and I think this is obviously a red herring, no pun intended, but there's a strong implication that maybe even Archie is the Black Hood in this episode, I think. Like, again, I don't think that he is, and I don't think there's sufficient evidence to prove that he is, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, he's going so over-the-top insane. I know his dad was shot, I, I guess his dad was shot, and his uh, the first woman that he had sex with was murdered, and yeah. uh, then two of his friends were shot. So he probably is taking it personally now that I think of it. Yeah, but, it's, and that's going to drive you a little crazy. And to be fair, I feel like everyone in the town is losing. I don't know. Are they like? Is there testosterone in the water, or like some? I guess so. It's a maple syrup. Yeah, it's that maple syrup because they are like. Veronica eventually goes like pretty crazy in this episode. Oh yeah, she does. This is like living inside Pete's brain. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is definitely one of one so of. So let's talk about the moment where Jughead has to make the decision between like going against his serpent brothers or trying to save Archie's life. Like I think he handled that kind of good, where he like was a little like, "Hey, don't the guy's a douche. Don't even worry about it." Yeah, like I kind of know the guy. He's dumb. You know? Why is he lying, though? I don't know. I, I just, I, I understand that Jughead is kind of getting beaten up by the ghoulies and not having the best time at the Southside High, other than his new girlfriend, of course. Um, it's not his new girlfriend. Uh, I don't know. I'm really shipping Junie B. Jones, or whatever it's called. It's called, it's called Joni Jopez, and Joni it's definitely, Joni Jopez, and it's definitely real. If yeah. Zalvin can't remember it, it's not going to catch on. I'm going to call I'm it Junie about- B. Jones. I'm, talk, I'm talking about their relationship, not our little uh, cute name for their relationship. Oh. Bughead is dead, Pete. Whatever. That's ridiculous. Well, I, re- regardless, though, I think Jughead just needs to be a little more straight up or alternately go back to Riverdale High. I, he clearly has a choice there, and I think they could come yeah, up with Yeah, he's way putting of, it off. He doesn't know what to do. He's kind of stuck there. Exactly. Um, for someone who the whole show is built around how he's like so on top of everything that's going on in the town and he's completely unaware that he is both leading Tony Topaz on by like, uh, uh, he knows, she's the serpent queen. She's, you know, whatever she's playing. Um, uh, yeah, she doesn't know if she can trust him or not. So she's playing, playing him, trying to see what kind of duty is really. She she wants to. Yeah, I don't think so either. She wants to crack the code with him, and they have a big meetup where no, Betty... No, but she's... Yeah, but she's playing nice to be like, what kind of guy is this? She doesn't know, like, if she can really trust him or anything. I think I think she's a great character, uh, but you guys are quick to label, like, you know, that uh, boyfriend-girlfriend shit. Well, let me ask you a question, Pete, and this is jumping around a little bit, but a little later in the episode... Uh, after Jughead hasn't talked to Betty for two days and Betty is freaking out about uh, yeah. the, uh, the Black Hood has sent her a note, which we'll get back yeah, to yeah, in yeah. a second. Um, Jughead confronts her and is like, why wouldn't you just be honest about this? And she pauses and he realizes it's because of Archie, which to me is really Wait, driving. What? what? That's exactly what happens. Wait, who says that? Who's Jughead? Causes? Jughead realizes that she's freaking out because she doesn't want to disappoint Archie. And I think that we're getting yet another wedge. How do you wedge. get that out of a... She's just pausing. How do you know what she's thinking? Jughead says, wait, is this because of Archie? 
yeah, but just because she pauses doesn't mean that's a yes or no. That's a no answer there. Well, you can't put words in her mouth. Well, I mean, yeah, I, don't I think mean, you can take whatever you want from it. I guess be. Like, I mean, it could yeah, be right yeah. or it could be wrong, but I mean, that's definitely something she's thinking about now for sure. But I don't I know. Mean, if it was like, I think there's a couple ways to interpret that. Yes, she could be worrying about Archie blaming her for the uh, for the Black yeah. Hood and, and the attempt on yeah, his dad's uh, life. Luke Perry. Uh, but I thought another take on it could be that she's scared of Archie, like Arch scared for what he will do once he finds out that Betty's being threatened. Yeah, so all that he's like the leader of the Nazi clan. Exactly. So I think like it could be an, uh, an indication that Betty's like pretty holding on tightly to her feelings toward her like romantic feelings toward Archie, or she's just being a good friend trying to protect Archie from himself and his yep. like, insane yeah. quest. Right. I don't know. I think it's the former, if anything. I think we're getting to the point where I don't think they're going to switch relationships right up, but I think we're going to get back to Betty being in love with Archie. And no. I think don't force that. Let's enjoy where it is right now. I don't write the show, so I'm not going to have a lot of control over it. But oh, I do well. think Junie B. Jones is giving that wedge on the Jughead side, and then Archie is going to give that wedge on the Betty side, and we're going to see the destruction of Bughead by the oh, mid-season that... finale. No, yeah. no way. No way. The, ex- the, the exterminator's coming for Bughead, and so, uh, I don't think it's going to be pretty. After that uh, kind of Jughead moment, we had uh, Veronica, who uh, talked to Archie, and I thought that was a great scene where she was like, hey, you're acting like a psycho. Just straight up called them out. And then uh, Veronica Veronica did not make any sense in this episode either. She's like, you're acting like a... straight up. Everybody else is goose-stepping around Archie. Even Luke Perry was like worried about the uh, video more than his son. And Veronica, straight up to his face, was like, you're being a psychopath. Yeah, she does that. Then she talks to her dad and is like, my dad seems to – hold on a second. My dad's – let me just explain it. And then you can yell and start start your own red circle. You're jumping ahead. Veronica discovered from Archie that her dad was pulling the strings. She didn't know that till Archie told her that. Then she went to her father. Yeah, but uh, her dad wasn't pulling Archie's strings. He He said one thing and Archie went crazy. Yeah, but then, like Veronica so, explained, as you guys are very quick to point out all the time, Archie is dumb, and he's easily if you get you know pay him a little attention, you can point him in the right direction, and that's what the father did. He was like, "Oh, I see chaos," because he wants Archie to make noise in one area so he can do his shit on the other side where yeah, nobody's no, paying attention. But so you're defending Archie by saying he's dumb. That's what you guys were talking about last time we talked about the show. Yeah, but we weren't defending him by saying he's dumb. We were just saying he's dumb. Uh, But so so let me finish. So Veronica is like, Archie, you're being crazy. Talks to her dad and is is like, mate, my dad might have said two words to Archie. Now I'm fully on Archie's side. I'm designing red circle shirts. she She went ham on. She was also like. Very like once she found out like oh we're going all in on Archie's insane plan that like turned her on and she started making out with him I was like what this 
Veronica is crazy in a in a, an amazing way. I think she is like she's playing games with not only her father but like I don't know. It's crazy. She's like, let's expand the red circle. Like that's yeah. She yeah. Sorry, so out, out, so out of character. So out of character. It's like, hey, Nazi swag. Anybody? Nazi swag. Here you Nazi go. Nazi swag. What are you talking about? I was just saying the red. Uh, it was just a little weird, you know. Did you, did you guys ever? Little... Did you guys ever see a movie called The Wave when you were in like high school? No. no. It was this like uh, very ham-fisted like. Uh, film that they showed in school about like thinking for yourself where uh, a bunch of kids or a, a teacher convinces the kids to start this group called The Wave and pretty soon they basically Wait, you're talking about Dead Poets Society? No, it's very, very different. It's, it's like a teacher convincing the students that they're like a part of something and they get like magically swept up in something and they learn something in the process and then uh, Dead Poet Society is a great movie, and Pete, you sound like you're uh, on the side of the stodgy dean, uh, which you should be. <laughs> no, I think it's a great movie. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Hold on. I we were- uh, can, can I just ask, are we talking about uh, Dangerous Minds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought this is the part where we would keep derailing uh, into crazy movie stuff that you're going to tell us about from the 80s. Alex, did you enter the Dylan Dylan contest? Uh, yes, a couple of times. Uh, can I, uh, while we're talking about uh, stodgy old deans and the red shirts and everything, I just want to point out one of my favorite things of the episode was Weatherby getting so mad at Archie for drawing red circles all over town and saying, I'm sorry, you're suspended. One week after Weatherby was like, you know what? I think this red circle club is a good yeah. idea. Well, That's yeah, he saying. lost it. That whole thing where it was like he got called to the principal's office. It was fun. We all got to get experience the, ooh, Archie's going to the principal's office. And then, yeah, Weatherby, like, laid the smack down. Well, but it, it didn't make any did, sense. I 100% agree. It didn't make sense. He and stuck then, his neck out for them, and then they made him look really bad. So, yeah, he's going to be upset about it. Uh, here's what I'd say, is if Weatherby was, like, surprised that this vigilante group that he <laughs> made part of the school turned out to in fact be a vigilante group that's that's on him no on he Weatherby. in the beginning just thought it was a bunch of students getting together bonding he had high hopes for what it was going to be mm, i guess it ended up with uh dilton doily stabbed to the leg but yeah, so <laughs> same so thing happened talk, to my chess club in high school so it's no big deal yeah, that's I, what I, well, crazy you, you guys were badasses back then. Oh, my God. <laughs> crazy. Night, night to pawns three, stab, 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 I always said. Oh, yeah. Man. That was a fun catchphrase from your murder. Yes, it sure was. Uh, so then, uh, yes, then. No, hold on. Hold on a second. So, yeah, <laughs> oh, the Weatherby is totally inconsistent. Archie's vandalizing Dude. property with his circle shit. He brings, uh, he pulls out a gun. Guy, yeah, we didn't uh, get that to that part yet, but all right. That's where we just were. Just what Alex was just talking about. Sweet Pea pulls a knife. Uh, Archie pulls a gun. Dude, uh, straight up gets in his face with the gun. Wasn't like I don't know how to use this. Uh, he was straight up like throwing it in the guy's face. Like I will end you. Like it was not. That was a no joke gun situation there. That was crazy. Let me yeah. ask you guys a question. Do you think? Just, I mean, based on Chekhov's rules, I feel like we have to. But do you think that by the end of the season or any, even a couple of episodes from now, Archie will actually shoot somebody? Oh, man. 
Well, I mean, uh, I it, it, it's jumping ahead, but they did throw the gun into, uh, yeah, into the water. Sure. Did, uh, the Sweetwater River has a tendency to let dark things come up for, to the surface, and people <laughs> find them like guns and bodies and things. I do agree so. with you. Um, that gun is going to show up. Uh, uh, someone's going to get killed with it, and Archie's fingerprints are definitely on it. Yep. Yeah, but wasn't someone also talking about being by the river at that time, like in the episode? I'm pretty sure someone saw them, like, throw that into the waters. Oh, and you think they were, like, in the water and caught the gun? No, I just think they witnessed them ditching the gun. Yeah, like a mer- like a mermaid or merman. Mm. <laughs> no, mm. I'm just saying someone's standing by the river, you assholes, and looks up and sees them, you know, on the you know bridge, all trying to oh, okay, be... like a mermaid that got cursed to have legs, <laughs> and she lost her voice because of that. Yeah, like, yeah, and then one guy was like, "Under the sea, <laughs> oh, I threw is... his gun down there. It's fun. It's a under river. The sea. It's a river. It's not a sea." Yeah, no, no, no. that's uh, that movie. Uh, what is it? Stand and deliver. <laughs> Yeah. Let deliver. Throw the gun into river. Let's go for a swim. Oh man. Classically trained actor. All right. Anyway, so yeah. Can we talk about the Black Hood's letter to Betty? I mean, we touched on this a little bit earlier. So first off, it's pissing me off that Betty is usually so smart, doesn't put together every time you see like a shady package with like the big crayon creepy drawing on it. Betty, that's the fucking killer already. Yeah. That's the second package she's handled that has been, like, made, obviously, by a murderer. And she's like, ooh, this is what normal mail looks like. Well, she gets this package, as we mentioned, it has this Zodiac cipher in it that it takes her a while to figure out. Eventually, teaming up with Jughead, she realizes it, that it was uh, from a Nancy Drew book that she read as a kid. And she finds out just in time to go warn the mayor and the rest of the town that the Black Hood is coming to their meeting uh, in time to save everybody. And the way that she saves everybody at the meeting, this is jumping through this whole storyline, but we've been getting sidetracked ever so frequently this episode, uh, (laughs) that uh, Betty manages to clear the hall by uh, flipping the fire switch. And she does it so sneakily by standing in plain view of literally everybody who could see her. And everybody's like, oh, no, it's, it's the fire alarm. We have to go. It's the fire alarm. Nobody pulled the fire alarm. Goodbye. And they leave and she Yo, saves everybody. That bothered me so much because I was like, Wait, you, you, you don't say- leave. You don't leave for when a, a fire alarm is pulled if you see the person pull it. Yes, right. you do. You, you know it's, it's not a fire alarm. Also, everybody's looking the other way. No one's looking directly at Betty. Even if you turn around and see someone standing there. You know, here's you, the thing. If I if I ran into Pete, if you actually let's frame it this way. If you were sitting there, Pete, and Betty and Jughead ran in and it was like, the Black Hood's coming here, they're gonna kill everybody, and then the mayor was like, No, nobody's leaving, and then that person walked five feet over to the wall, would you be like, Well, done looking at them now? Uh, I'm probably. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd probably at least a couple of people would be looking at them. Uh, yeah, know. maybe a couple would see her. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they, yeah, it's. Yeah, I I don't know. It bothered me. I, it was a very weird staging for that scene. I think. Okay, yes. I'm just you're focusing on the wrong things. So there's a lot of other things to talk about. What would you one. like to focus on then, Pete? Well, I, I'm just 
first off, when she first got the letter and like started to freak out, I was really worried it was going to go dark Betty and she was going to get really crazy. But I'm happy she finally got like smart about stuff. And I thought her not revealing all the information was also smart. Uh, and then kind of leaking it as she had to. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think like the finding out Nick at time was like a little like, come on. Uh, but that librarian seems super creepy and knows all the books that she checks out. So I think the librarian's in on it. I'm calling it now. No, oh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, you're saying that, that woman, older woman in yeah, her gave like a monologue 60s. about like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the older woman in the, her sixties is the man under the mask with the <laughs> no, green eyes. Not with the green eyes, but she's in on it. Like she's in on it. How there's no other person. Maybe she knows a goony guy with crazy green eyes. Ooh, do you know what I think it is? Here's what I think. I think the library is in trouble, and so she is working with the man with the green eyes to create a serial killer in town, so people are going to take more serial killer books out of the library immediately, yeah. as we all know, pumping money into the library that way and yeah, saving the library. Solved it. Solved it right there. No, because those people will get killed, and then the library fees will go up. Because the books aren't returned, Mm -hmm. and then eventually someone will return them after the funeral. (laughs) That's the long con, really playing the long con there. That's what being a librarian is all about. Yeah, it's all about the long con. Well, so let's talk about the the mystery there, though, is that the the, uh, Black Hood is – the cipher is built around a book that Betty checked out of the library when she was a kid, or she was a book she was obsessed with when she was a kid. Right, yeah. So how would anyone, like, know that? So a librarian would know it, A. And uh, <laughs> B, uh, yeah, some other nerdy kid who was, like, obsessed with her as a child who watched her all the time in the library. Uh, uh, yeah, so something to think about. It is. I think we'll probably talk about some ideas in a second when we get yes. back to that. Um, one other thing that I wanted to talk about, so... Well, we should talk about the big fight, right? I mean, we touched on this earlier, but... Well, there's kind of two fights. There was also like a little cat fight there with uh, Tony and Veronica, which was kind of nice. What? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, when uh, uh, Betty and... I'm sorry, Betty and Tony were in oh, the same yeah. room, and they were like, hey, third wheels, get the fuck out of here. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that was just to me that was just establishing more of like they don't like each other and Jughead is going to have to make a choice between being Judy B. Jopaz and uh, Bughead and I think he's going to go Judy B. Jopaz. No way, uh, Alex. It's Geronimo M. Jonapazi. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I I've been hashtagging the wrong thing this entire episode. It's what makes. The hashtag is Pete the Poodle, as always. Oh, yeah. fuck you. So let's, let's talk about the other fight, though. Let's talk yes. about the Archie versus the Southside Serpents fight, because... Northside versus Southside. Northside versus Southside, because this is also a ridiculous fight, mainly because I thought he was fighting Jughead most of the time. Uh, but, like, they come to their house where they're having television. a nice <laughs> pizza party. Uh, they ruin a pizza party, which is the worst thing the Southside Serpents have ever done. <laughs> and then they go to a rainy field to fight in, which seemed like a lot of effort when they could have just fought outside the house or something like that. Yeah, it did seem weird they went to a neutral location, but I guess they didn't want to dirty the carpets. It's, sure. it's smart. You know, it's just, you know, they're being smart about it. 
Yeah. Uh, the uh, fight's crazy. Dilton Doyle gets stabbed in the leg in the car on the way back. They're like, yeah, uh, here's my story. It was the Southsiders just stab- mind my own business, and they stabbed me. Well, what sucked was they kept cutting away from the fight. Like, give us the whole fight. Don't cut away from action. That was kind of driving me a little I crazy. Know. I liked how those scenes were done. I liked the cross-cutting. Yeah. Of it. I get what you're saying, Pete. But at the same time, that was a visually exciting sequence, at least. And, yeah, it was cool. Uh, yeah, well, and I think to your that, point, definitely. Justin, what that's really setting up is Dilton is going to report he got stabbed by Southsiders. That's only going to inflame tensions between the north and south side of town. And we've already talked about they drop that random reference to the riots that happened years ago. Pop mentioned that yeah. a couple of episodes back. I think we're going to see riots part two or at least something like that where the north side and the south side are going to have a big old rumble down in Old Town Square. I, I, I am happy with how the fight turned out because I feel like, yeah, I mean, the Serpents are a real gang. They should be able to take a football team, uh, you know, and I and also like, uh, you know, Veronica saved the day. I mean, that was pretty huge. Mm-hmm. You know, Archie had to get saved by his girlfriend there. That had to be that was a little had to be tough for him. You know, yeah. Uh, can we talk about how immediately afterwards, after Archie has gotten the shit beat out of him, they head back to his place and Veronica clearly has some sort of like, she gets turned on by Archie having blood bruises all over his body. Yeah. Because we had, again, a couple of episodes back, his arm got messed up. He went in and take a, took a blood shower and immediately she was like, I'm going to get in that blood shower. And this yeah. time he got beat up, and she was like, "Nice." I'm Maybe get she's a vampire. Do you think? Hey, it would make sense in this crazy nonsense show uh, <laughs> if he. She's just like I'm. A you vampire haven't pointed now. out one thing that's nonsense. I mean, it's been all very, very clearly nonsense. I pointed out plenty of nonsense. Veronica behaves <laughs> insane. Weatherby doesn't match anything he's doing. Uh, Jughead is like. It's kidding, dude. Okay, cool. Uh, uh, well, one other thing before we go to our, our final bit, I think it's crazy uh, they're they're really pushing this show uh, on these crazy like socioeconomic lines, and to the point you were just making, Alex, about the riots. I feel like we're gonna like this rich versus poor accusations, and uh, we hear from Tony Topaz that it's like, oh yeah, all the drugs that are sold that are bought by you people on the north side. Like, there's some real issues here that they're like putting into this show on top of all of this insane nonsense. Yeah. Yeah. I was also surprised she wasn't. I mean, they also do them in your school as well there, Tony Topaz. But uh, I I didn't like the cutting back and forth, but the power of the Luke Perry, like, you're not going to out town hall me. I thought that was a fun, like, Luke Perry stepping up and finally voicing, uh, you know, being the voice of the people that we know Luke Perry is. Yeah, I, I we'll have to see how it goes. I feel like my least favorite part of Riverdale pretty much consistently over these two seasons has been the whole, it's a dark town now, isn't it dark, 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 and just talking about it all the time versus just letting things be. Let things be crazy. Let Cheryl burn down her house uh, with her mom in it because her dad just hung himself because he killed her son. You know, just that's insane enough without us wallowing in the idea of like there's this darkness creeping into Riverdale where it starts to feel very forced so I'd like to see this stuff just happen versus everybody getting together in town meetings and talking about how the town is changing and then ultimately I think it'll be a better show for it 
Uh, yeah, right. I agree. I mean, this is the this is the town that dreaded sundown, though, mm, Alex. Mm, that's true. Which, to get back to your vampire theory, there you go, town that dreaded sundown. Now, Justin, I'm sure you were mad at the last kind of part before the credits there, because that was a scream ripoff or something like that. Aren't you going to say something crazy? Wait, what? Where the uh, the hood called Betty on the phone. No, that's still Zodiac. It's still the same as Zodiac. Dude, I mean, you know, it's like you can't, I don't know, like not everything is, no, like not every writer has seen every movie. I mean, you can't, everything. Sorry, know, do man. you think, do you think the people who make Riverdale haven't seen Zodiac? I don't, I'm, that's what well, maybe, maybe they haven't. Well, that's pretty crazy. Then they made the exact same thing. Yeah. Huh. What a funny coincidence. Well, Can somebody I, made Zodiac, so, like, you know, why wouldn't, you know? Oh, TV version of it. You think it's a reverse coincidence where they made Riverdale yeah. and then back in time they're like, hey, let's make Zodiac so we can later inspire Riverdale? Exactly. Oh, that's interesting. Speaking of inspiration for things, <laughs> one little uh, Easter egg I wanted to point out. I don't know if you guys noticed, but Archie uh, used this fight, fake ID this episode to buy the gun, and his name was Wilbur Wilkin, which yeah. is a character a very old character from Archie comics who never interacted with Archie. It was, they would publish Wilbur comics at the same time as Archie comics. Uh, and they never actually crossed together, even though essentially they were the exact same character. Wow. So there you oh, go. That's funny. There's a little Easter egg for you. So right. maybe that's what that is. This crazy Archie is just Wilbur. So this is a separate dude. Do you think he's twins? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. He's got an evil twin. Happen. Oh shit. Yeah, right. it happens. Well, can I... Uh, <laughs> yes, twins happen. Now, we're going to end with our two sections. One, which is going to be uh, our guess who shot Fred Andrews, or I guess who the Black Hood is. Uh, and then we're going to talk about something else. But first, we got a couple of tweets this week that I wanted to read to you guys. If oh, you nice. Time, if that's okay with you. There isn't enough. There's Please. a lot of time. Oh, we have um, all the time in the world. Excellent. <laughs> all right. So if you have questions or thoughts about Riverdale, you can hit us up at Comic Book Live, and we'll read them on the show. Adam Mann says, I think the Black Hood is the son of Alice Cooper and F.P. Jones. What do you guys Ooh. think about that theory? Oh, shit. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you think he means Alice Cooper, the musician? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100% yeah. definitely. I'm sure there was an Alice Cooper uh, crossover with Archie at some point. I mean, that's an interesting theory, especially if we get into some of this, um, uh, like sins of the past uh, being revisited on the present. I do think it's uh, it'll be pretty crazy if Betty, if there's another like surprise Cooper like child. Uh-huh. They've done that like twice technically already with Polly being like the mystery from season one, and then Polly's child being the second half of the mystery of that. And to have another, like, random kid would be crazy. Hey, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, bad news for you, another Cooper is going to be showing up by the end of the season. <laughs> what? Well, there it is right there. There you go. Uh, but That's I a do strong think, suspect, then. <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. say, I, I, I get what he's getting at here, but I think... This whole show is about daddy issues, you know, as many shows are. And I don't think we're going to get a son of Alice Cooper and F.P. Jones. I think, if anything, I think I think it's stronger on the side of, like, somebody's dad or somebody's father, like we've been talking around. All right. Uh, Jeff Whaley says, 
Oh, well, that's uh, Jeff Welly says, hello. He says something unrelated to the show, but hey, Jeff. Uh, Josh Golden says, my original theory was the Black Hood was secretly Sonic the Hedgehog, but since Archie lost those rights, I guess that's out. What do you guys think? Is the Black Hood Sonic the Hedgehog? Ooh. Oh, that's I mean, smart. maybe everybody is killing has a bunch of gold rings that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Wedding and rings. That's why it's, and that's why the Sonic's going after him. Yeah. And when you think about it, like tails, it's like head or tails, like flip the coin. Who, what is it going to be? Yeah. And Dr. Wiley is yeah. a, a doctor yeah. in the town. Well, and Dr. Wiley has red hair and Archie is a redhead. So, I mean, that's oh, like, shit. yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. All right. Let's move on to our guesses on who we think the Black Hood is. Pete, why don't you go first? So it's a librarian has a minion, you know, and I don't know if that minion is like related to what's happening or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's the librarians like making the kind of puppet master on this. Okay, a librarian's minion is actually called a volunteer. But uh, (laughs) Justin, what about you? What's your guess? Who's the Black Hood? Uh, as I said from the beginning, strong guess is Mr. Cooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, for the, at the beginning of the town hall meeting, he did, wasn't apparent if he was there. Uh, we do see him in a shot um, while he's there um, when the lights go out. So that's not to say that he uh, couldn't have orchestrated that. I feel like uh, he would be the guy that would know what Betty was reading when she was a kid for sure. Plus, he's a minor character, so if they got rid of him, it's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. Uh, cool. I Did we mention this last week? I don't remember. Uh, Smithers? Did we talk we, about that? Yeah. Uh, that he vanished? Yeah, that he vanished. But I think, I don't remember who I was talking to about this, that he might be the Black Hood. What? Yeah. Yeah, that he disappeared. He was fired off screen by uh, Hiram, who clearly wants to create some sort of unrest in the town. Smithers works for Hiram. He isn't there. He has the same kind of build as the Black Hood. So it would make a certain sense for the Black Hood to be Smithers. And also, it would be kind of hilarious if the butler did it. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense if uh, he's on the payroll, like, fomenting this chaos. Also, uh, Fred Andrews was uh, having a secret fling with Hermione last season, so it would make sense that Hiram would be pretty pissed at him. Yeah, but the Black Hood was jacked and younger uh, than uh, Smithers. So. Yeah, but, but, but that butler's in CrossFit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he sent him away to, like, train and get beefcaked. Yeah, well... Swall. Swall. Yes, thank you. Uh, uh, Pete, I uh, I heard you maybe had a theory from my wife. My wife? That's a weird Oh, yeah. You're, yeah, I was uh, hanging out with your wife, and she came up with Jesus, a really good what theory. the fuck, Pete? Yeah. You dude, stay away from my wife. If you're not going to pay attention to your wife, I am. You know what I mean? So, like, oh, you know. This just got step real. Your game, step your game up, man. <laughs> Wait, so the theory was pay attention to your wife or I'm going after her? Yeah, exactly right. What do you think about that? Um, How very Fred Andrews of you, Pete. Yeah, I got to be honest. uh, You asked me what I think about that. I don't like it. (laughs) Good. That's what I want to hear, damn it. 
Oh man. What was her actual theory? She wouldn't tell me. I, she I, said you needed to tell me on the podcast. Oh man, I was hoping she told you because it was we had such a funny moment on the subway. I was like, that's a brilliant plan. I can't wait to tell Zell, but now I've completely forgotten it. Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a perfect interaction uh great let's move to our last section then uh we're gonna end the show as we always do asking betty or veronica based on this episode betty or veronica justin why don't you go first uh honestly neither one veronica was oh, a crazy on, person man. this episode totally out of character uh betty uh up to strange uh, strange you. things i was all Fuck in you. on on Tony Topaz this episode. That's not an option, Dick. <laughs> uh, what about you, Pete? Betty all day, earned day. Betty really stepped her game up this episode. She was handed a bunch of wild cards, didn't freak out, didn't turn into dark Betty, like handled business. Also, like, she realized that Jughead was getting close with this Tony and, like, stepped in and was like, hell no. Get out of here. Uh, and that was fantastic. But Tony uh, Topaz yeah. knows what's up. She speaks truth to power. No, Tony uh, Topaz is being shady about it. Like, she's got feelings for Jughead, and she's like, she's playing them. She's no, she, she put it right to Betty when they were confronting each other. Tony Topaz, shine on you, crazy Topaz. No way, man. All right, Betty I'm going to <laughs> uh, go with fake Jughead. That's my answer. <laughs> no, uh, I'll go with I'm going to go with Veronica. I just think Veronica overall was more active this episode. Betty was kind of frozen by fear and Veronica was doing shit. You know, she was in charge. She printed those shirts, which seemed like a weird idea, but it worked out just fine. Nobody had any sort of problem with it. She, well, she, 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 she learns how to silk screen. And you're like, yo, that girl makes sense. Yep. She uh, she stopped the fight between the Southside Serpents and the pizza party. Yeah, exactly. With one simple gunfight. Uh, not a gunfight, excuse me. Gunshot. She threw the gun off of the bridge. She was taking care of business. Veronica yeah. all day, er day. <laughs> I love, love when you it. say that. Uh, uh, I don't yeah. know. I think you should have stuck with your first answer of Hug Jed. Hug Jed. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Hug Jed. Guys. We do a live show in New York every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft. That's totally free. Come on by. We'll chat about Riverdale or literally anything you want. Also, this show is free to listen to. And if, But if you want to support it, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we have noticed that a couple of people have been kind enough to rate the show and leave a comment. You guys are awesome. Maybe we'll read some of them on the next show. Uh, but uh, please go and do that as well. It helps us because it you know bumps us a little, a little bit in the in the iTunes, which is pretty. Oh, nice. give us give us that bump. Yeah, give it a bump. What else you want to plug, Pete? Uh, friend us on Facebook so you get to know about all the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com and uh, tell us what your favorite '80s movie is because Stranger Things is awesome. Yeah. Never bring a knife to a dumb fight. <laughs> <laughs>